Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Talk and Smack podcast presented by the Griffcast here at Canisius College. Today is our first bracketology episode of the year, but first we'll get into some Mac. Uh, just before that, my name is Aiden Jolly alongside Adam Gorski. Let's do it. So, um, we have a four-way tie on top of the MAC right now. Uh, Monmouth, Quinnipiac, Manhattan, and Niagara. They're Niagara? All four what? at Niagara. The Purple Eagles. Uh, yeah, four and two. Uh, they are after a good weekend for them. Uh, the buzzer beater win over Ryder on Friday, and then they beat Sienna on Sunday, 72-71. Uh, to 71. So just overall good weekend for them. Canisius has a good weekend beating uh, both of those same two teams. They're now three and four. Uh, we just have a mess at the top of the league right now. I mean, we have all of the teams are separated by two and a half games right now. Yeah. I mean, you think about it. Last year we had a similar situation at the end of the year. I mean, well, I don't even yeah. remember how many teams were tied at the top. I mean, it was it was insane. I mean, I think it's certainly plausible that you could see something like that again. I mean, we've, we've talked about it time and time again, just how much parity we feel that there is in the league this year. Right. You know, minus a couple teams and maybe a surprise or an Iona, you know, without them close. Um, mm-hmm. I think I think any team really still has a decent shot at winning the league. Absolutely. I mean, you you know you don't know if you're Iona doesn't know if they're gonna get Tim Kloos back, and you know they 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 had a weird loss against uh, Maris that was on Sunday. That game was a blowout yeah. most of the way, but yeah, um, the final score is very deceiving. The final they score may have is lost very by deceiving. ten, yeah, but it I was eighty three seventy three was the final, but. Uh, I mean, Marist was up yeah. 25 points the majority of that game. It, yeah. it was just it was just a blowout at Marist. So Iona is now 2-4. and four. Uh, Marist is 2-5. and five. But uh, getting into Canisius, uh, a couple good wins for them against uh, Ryder or R- Sienna on Friday and Ryder on Sunday. Uh, they've won three in a row now. Just uh, They did really well on uh, Friday, picking up the win by 10. Um, then Ryder on Sunday, they had probably their best offensive game of the year looked pretty shaky on defense mm-hmm. but uh the final score of that game ended up being 95 to 86 kind of funny considering that uh they lost to fairfield 46 42 yeah the, what a week or two ago and now they're putting up ago. 95 yeah it's yeah. crazy it, it was their basketball. Uh, it was their highest point total of the year but uh, I think the main thing to come out of this weekend for Canisius was Majesty Brandon going viral. Oh yeah, on, absolutely. Uh, on Twitter, that's incredible uh, for the free throw routine that he has. I don't know if anyone has seen it. If you haven't seen the video, it's on Sports Center. It's on Barstool. It's on, you know, just about everything. So if you haven't seen him, it go. It he takes a free throw, does like a little jab step type of thing, dribbles the ball through his legs. I think it's twice, and then another jab step. And then he takes the free throw. It's the mm-hmm. most insane thing I've ever seen. Really and I is. remember the first game of the year, it was, it was against Brown. And I think I tweeted, like, Majesty Brandon has a hell of a free throw routine. It's entertaining yes. stuff. Sports Center, run the check to Sport, yeah. by Aiden Jolly. Yeah, my, my, uh, my Venmo is Aiden-Jolly. <laughs> if uh, anyone would like to Venmo me uh, some money for that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's funny to see those type of yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I mean, it's... It's just one of those goofy things yeah. that, you know, I mean, I personally have never seen anything like it before. I, I never you know have what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, you, you know nine, 99% of the players who play basketball, you get, you know, ref yeah. throws you the ball, take a couple dribbles, shoot your free throw. But yeah. 
Majesty Brandon, he has his own uh, his own little. He, he's there. got his own little flair. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you haven't seen the video, check it out. It's uh, you can't see me in the video on, on press row. I'm like I'm barely cut off on it. <laughs> uh, I, I was watching the video. I'm like, can I see myself? Can I see myself? I'm like, no. <laughs> so we can't see Nolan Hawkins. In we the can video. see shout Nolan. Them, we Nolan can Hopkins. see Nolan. Um, yeah, for a second behind uh, Majesty there. But uh, but either way, like on a serious note about him, he he's done really well for them. I think yes. that um, he needs to refine his game a little bit, but uh, this kind of fine tune yeah. things. But uh, I mean, he's absolutely their best scoring option off the bench. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? he's, he's been he's been fantastic as a sixth man. So I mean, that's you know you need you need players like that to win. So yeah, you know I think I, I, I think I was, they got a good one in him. I think he is probably a less fine-tuned Malik Johnson. I would say that's I'd fair. Say. And Malik had a really good weekend, too. He had 24 points against Siena and uh, 18 points, 11 assists against Ryder. So mm-hmm. he had he had a really good yeah. weekend. And we talked – that was uh, another thing we talked about early on in the year, just how crucial their su- – or how yeah. a lot of their success was going to rely on yeah. how good Malik could be. Right. And I think he certainly stepped up to the table. Yeah, and he won uh, Mac Player of the Week as well. Uh, that, that was announced yesterday. Um but yeah, just a really good weekend for the Griffs. Uh, they're three and four now. They I feel like they needed these two wins Absolutely. to to kind of get themselves back in because mm-hmm. even even if you split, you're two and five and you're at the bottom yeah. and you don't want that. But another big weekend for them coming up. They'll play Iona on Friday and Fairfield on Sunday. Both of those games are on the road, and then they'll play Quinnipiac back here on the 31st, and then a Super Bowl Sunday matinee against Marist. Yep, absolutely. And now I would like to. You know, go go maybe 40, 30, 30, 40 minutes north of here and talk about the Niagara Purple Eagles. I mean, yeah. Me? I, I mean, we literally talked about at the start of the year how they really just, on paper, they don't look like a talented bunch. They don't. You know what but I mean? Like, they're, but they're, they're winning they're somehow, squeaking out. Way. They're squeaking out these wins. They beat Iona by one. They had the buzzer beater, Marcus Hammond. They beat them. Uh, that was on Friday. He hit the the shot right at the end of the game, 70-68, to 68, and then they squeak out another against Sienna on Sunday. So, I mean, three of their four wins have come by less than two points. Yes. But, or two points or less. They beat uh, Fairfield. That was uh, 75-66. But, I mean, credit to Greg Paulus. He's figuring out a way Absolutely. with this bunch, and they had to do the unexpected coaching change with Pat Beeline resigning about two weeks before the season. Um, but just really, really strong year for them absolutely i mean i you give all the credit in the world i mean heading into the season like i don't know if many of us even yeah expected them to even marcus hammond marcus hammond has taken a big step up he's their leading scorer now in a in probably a team where they expected james towns to be their leading scorer raheem solomon has taken a big step up he was hurt part of the year last year so he didn't get a ton of experience greg kakawamenza has uh is averaging nine a game. Justin Roberts has taken a step up. So I mean, just a I don't know, not the best like bunch of players in the MAC that yeah, you'll see, but, but they play yeah, really right, well exactly. as a team, and they're, and finding, they're, they're cohesive, finding ways to they're win. They're finding a way, and yeah, it's just I mean, just a lot of credit to yeah. Greg Paulus for what he's done, and this is his <laughs> first year as a, a head coach at at any level. He was an assistant for at a handful of different schools, and you know played basketball at Duke and was the starting quarterback at Syracuse. <laughs> and, you know, we'll, we'll get into our bracketology here in a couple minutes, but I, I saw a tweet the other day. 
if Niagara somehow comes out of this league, you gotta have him face Duke, right? Absolutely. You, you get, you get Coach K against one of not his former players. You gotta do it again. You Absolutely. gotta do it again. Run it back. You had Johnny Dawkins last year. Run it back. You gotta Absolutely. do it again. That is not even a question. Like, <laughs> yeah. if, if they don't do that, I'm gonna be very disappointed in the committee. I may yes. have to send an angry letter or tweet to them. <laughs> you about might have that, to. To be honest, I may, I may or may not have to. There you go. But uh, coming up for them uh, in the, the coming weekend, they are at Monmouth, which believe it or not, is a game to stay in first place in the MAC. Both yep. of them sit 4-2 and two in conference play. And then on the 26th, they are at St. Peter's for a matinee. So, you know, if they can if they can manage to keep winning, I mean, if they beat Monmouth, they sit at 5-2. and two. St. Peter's certainly looks winnable on paper. Yep. Who knows, man? Sky, yeah. sky could be the limit and, for uh, This morning it came out they're going to get a uh, nationally televised game yes, against Manhattan indeed. on, on uh, February 7th. That's down in Riverdale. Yep, it'll be on ESPNU. So, um, someone I saw it's going to be a Big Four doubleheader. It's uh, because UB plays that day as well. Um, I forget who they play. Let me look it up right now. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's a really cool thing for the Big Four to have. Uh, you know, back to back televised games Absolutely. on this, on the same day on. Absolutely. I on mean, ESPNU. you know, you Big Four basketball uh, has. It's pretty much been St. Bonnie's or bust for a long right. time. You know what I mean? But, you know, with the recent UB resurgence. UB is playing Central Michigan that day. Okay. Yeah. I think they actually just beat Central Michigan the other day. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you know, with the res- – I don't even want to say it's a resurgence because I don't know if UB basketball, you know, was nowhere near the the, I, I mean, know, the yeah, powerhouse that they were in years prior. I mean, like right. growing up, I you know, I knew that, you know, they never made the tournament. They came close a couple times in the finals, but, you know, they just never could pull it off. Reggie Witherspoon was there for a lot of years. Now he's now at Canisius. Um, but, you know, with them now kind of – The Bonnies know, are having a strong year, though. They are. They, they are. are. 12-6, and 4-1 and one in the Atlantic 10. I mean, probably – After a bit of a slow start, too. They, they did have a slow start. And I was thinking – because they started 0-3, and, 3 and um, it, it was at least 0-3. Mm-hmm. It was 1-4. and 4, And then they won – it was seven games in a row. Yeah. And I remember – you know, thinking at that point, because I saw them up in Toronto in November, and uh, that game, they beat Rutgers. That was their first win of the year. And I was like... An NCAA and, tournament team now, Rutgers. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, you know, I was thinking, because a lot of people, a lot of people down in Olean were getting panicked by the 0-3 start. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I saw the Rutgers win. They looked good in that game. I'm like, all right, <laughs> calm down. You'll be fine. <laughs> and, you know, now they are fine. Yeah. So... Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, with with Bonnie's, I think that if they can manage to beat a Dayton, if they can manage to beat VCU, they could get in the conversation for absolutely. an at-large bid. They're, they're probably not there yet. Yeah, no. Probably, but, I mean, there's still plenty of games left there, to be played against yeah, good opponents. There's not a ton of bids to go around in the A-10, mm. but, I mean, they, they could definitely get in that conversation. Absolutely. Um, I mean, if they can prove that, you know, they are head and shoulders above Duquesne, if they can maybe Richmond they can get, and Rhode Island are in the conversation absolutely. as well, I'd say. So as is St. Louis. I know. Which is uh It's crazy. You the don't A-10 see that is, a lot. No, you don't. I mean the A ten the A ten. I'd love you to can, see the A ten no, send four or five. Absolutely. But I mean realistically it's yeah, gonna be no. two, maybe three. Yeah. But, but I mean it's just on paper. it's just crazy to think about the fact that the A ten is It's a good league on paper. Absolutely. And uh, I mean just you can you can seriously make a case for probably five, six teams out of right. the A-10 and say Absolutely. they can make the tournament. This is why they have these quality wins. Yeah. They have this guy. They have that guy. They, You know what I mean? Like, it, it's 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 impressive. It's straight up, it's impressive. And, uh, yeah. I, you know, all the credit in the world to 
all those teams. Um, one, one team that's disappointed me in the A-10 this year is Davidson, though. I, oh, yeah, I expected absolutely. them to be a 25-win team. They're 8-9 and nine right now. They're 2-3. Mm-hmm. and three in the, I know a lot of people did. Yeah, they were yeah. They were one of the— I was really high on them yeah. coming into the year. I'm like, this team has a real shot. Yeah. I, I didn't think Dayton was going to be as good as they are. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, if you came into the year, oh, Dayton's going to be a top-10 team. In the, uh, yeah, okay, Yeah, whatever. okay, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I thought, you know, Davidson was going to be good, but— uh, they are not as good as I thought they would be. No, no, not at all. Speaking of teams, listen to this transition. Speaking of teams who are not as good as we thought they were going to be, the Iona Gales. That's true. Currently sitting two and four in the MAC. Yep. Uh, obviously, no Tim Close, so that certainly is is a negative. You know yeah, what I mean? That, that right. doesn't help you at all. But I mean, as we kind of mentioned earlier, a big loss to Maris, mm-hmm. a one point loss to Niagara. Losses to St. Peter's and Monmouth as well, and their two wins being against Fairfield and Ryder. Mm-hmm. They got Canisius uh, at home coming up here this weekend, and then another home game against Monmouth. So, what I mean, you you know, as I as I often say, you know, you you watch these teams a lot more frequently than I do. Mm-hmm. What do you kind of see out of Iona that's the issue? I see a team that is missing its head coach. Yeah. I mean, Trey Arnold just. Uh, doesn't have the experience and I mean I think that's really all it comes down to and I just I see a team that is missing uh Ricky McGill as well and it's just they haven't been able to put together something cohesively I mean uh they have EJ Crawford and Tejuan Agee uh who are both talented players mm-hmm. but I, I mean, think Crawford's out- averaging almost 17 a game yeah, I mean, outside- he's playing well but they don't have a lot of depth either mm-hmm. um they have Asante Gist, who's good. Washington has done a good job. Isaiah Ross. But outside of that, eh, yeah. I, I don't see a lot. I mean, I, Ben Perez was expected to have a big role this year. He really hasn't. Uh, he's he's only averaging two and a half a game. Um, coming off a good, He had a good year in his first year in the league last year. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just surprising to see this team be so down. Mm-hmm. And. I figured they would take a bit of a step back considering they did lose Miguel and he had been their team leader for four years. And it's just surprising to see, it is. you know. It is. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, I could see them getting back in, into it as the as the league goes. I mean, they only have to win one or two games to put themselves back back towards the top. Uh, they, they play Canisius and Monmouth, like you said. Uh, they they do have a tough stretch coming up though. Obviously, after that they have Siena, they have Manhattan on the road, and that's always a big rivalry game. They have Quinnipiac after that, and I mean, if they ob- obviously with the conference tournament, you never know. But if they keep losing, it'll really shoot themselves in the foot, and they'll mm-hmm. be you know in the conversation. Are they going to finish last? Are they going to get the the nine or the ten or whatever, something like that? Right. But um, yeah, it's. The state of Iona basketball right now is not great. Yeah, no, I would, I would have to agree with you there. Yeah. Um. So, we can get into our bracketology now Absolutely. since uh, we have some time here, and this was kind of the main point of the episode. Um. So, the past couple days we have both put together our 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 mock brackets as they stand right now. Um. So we did the entire thing. So, um. I guess we can kind of go through this by seed and kind of discuss what we have and and don't have and all that. So my one seeds are Baylor, Gonzaga, Kansas, and Louisville. I did leave out San Diego State as a one seed. We were talking about this before. I wanted to put San Diego State as a one seed, and I think it's important. I mean, if they can 
if maybe one or two teams does lose a couple games, I think it would be important to have a mid-major team being a one seed mm-hmm. in San Diego State. But as of right now, I just, unfortunately, I wanted to put them as a one seed, but I just didn't have room for them. So they are a two mm-hmm. for me. I have them playing uh, Little Rock. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I, had, uh, I had Baylor, Gonzaga, uh, Kansas, and Florida State uh, as okay. my one seeds. And then, obviously, I also had San Diego State as a two seed. And, my my reasoning just there is that yes they're nineteen and zero right yes they have not lost a game yet but they haven't really they played, haven't really played anybody anyone. yeah you know like it's tough to say but you know yes they're mm-hmm. fourth in the country yes their Ken Palm rankings are good but they really have not had a stage to really say or you know just like a statement win you know what I mean like they no. have a lo- they have some pretty good wins but they don't have a win where it's yeah. like against a top 10 team or yeah. a top, even a top 15 team you know right. what I mean where it's just like yes that that that's the you know this this proves to me that yes it's you like are they, that they team. beat Iowa yeah like, I mean that's I mean Iowa is a tournament team I have them in as a five seed yeah but but at the end of the day to me that's not that's not a win that says yeah you know what I mean Yes, I'm a contender. I mean, no, yeah. not, like I, let me phrase that. They are contenders. But they are contenders. Like, yeah. it's not a one seed caliber no. win, in my opinion. No, I think. And, I mean, regardless, I mean, if they can finish the season with one loss, even I mean, if they go undefeated, obviously they deserve to be a one seed. Uh, right. But right. If, if I think if anyone fin- goes undefeated in yeah. any in any league, they deserve yeah. to. Obviously, if it's not like oh this NEC team. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. Um, they only have one more top 100 Ken Palm game, and that's against uh, Utah State on February 1st. So mm-hmm. their next – I'll go through their next games. They play Wyoming. Uh, that's later tonight. Go Pokes. Um, they – Wyoming is 300th in Ken Palm. UNLV uh, yeah. 132, New Mexico 122, Utah is 70. And then Air Force is 168, and they play New Mexico again. Boise State's 119, UNLV, as we said, 132, and then 101, Colorado State, and 103, Nevada. So those last two games are maybe a loss. Maybe Utah State could be a loss. But the game at Utah State, on that was back on January 4th, They that was the toughest game on their schedule, and they won it. That was 77-68 mm-hmm. uh, um, at Utah. Um, but, I mean, I, I could realistically see them – Finishing the regular season in the conference tournament undefeated, I, I think I, I'd go about fifty-fifty because maybe they lose a game somewhere in there. I mean, they it's a spread-out league, so they gotta make those a couple long road trips. But you know, I I could see them finishing it undefeated. Yeah, I, and, I, I would I would think. And so obviously, too. they would deserve a one seed if they went undefeated. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's certainly plausible. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how realistic it is, but I, it's plausible. I, yeah. I, would, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I was just looking. I just saw on Twitter, Joel Lenardi has his latest bracketology up i was kind of looking to see you know what what he had compared to ours but mm-hmm. he has san diego state as a one seed okay he has them playing murray state in the east region funnily enough okay um, but yeah. i have san diego state in the south they're in the same one as baylor yes i believe i san diego can... state baylor would be a very good game yes it would it, uh, potentially actually eight. i had them in the west going up against gonzaga okay but, Either way, I mean, you know, yeah. it, 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 the regions, you know, it is what it is. Right, <laughs> yeah. So my other two seeds are Seton Hall and Villanova, a couple Big, te- a couple big East squads. Um, yeah, I think, I think those are pretty cut and dry. My three seeds are Duke, Butler, Dayton, and Michigan State. I have Seton Hall, Michigan State, Oregon, and West Virginia. And let me just say, I know West Virginia. They, you know, they had a couple tough losses, um, or right. a tough loss. Um, but 
you know me. I'm, I'm always I'm a little bit of a yeah, West Virginia. I, I, I did I, I did punish uh, West Virginia a little bit. They have a four for me. Yeah, I, yeah. I have them playing East Tennessee. Uh huh. Um, but I think with the threes, um, Dayton obviously deserves one of those top seats. Michigan State, we we know about their slow start, and I, I think they're fine now. I think Duke, they did lose to Clemson, so I did hit them a little bit for that. Um, I it, it's strange to me because I have Butler as my Big East winner. And I have them as a three. So Seton Hall and Villanova are both mm-hmm. at larges getting twos. Right. And I, I think just overall, I mean, obviously we know about the Big East and how good it is. I have how many? I have six Big East teams in there. Um, but like I said, the Big East is strong this year. And I, I'd say Villanova and Seton Hall are a little bit higher on my list than Butler is. But I think Butler does end up winning the Big East tournament. Yeah. And, but still, they do get the three seed. Yeah, I think I think I think that's certainly fair. Yeah. I think any of those three could, you know, realistically, un- realistically yes. win it yes. all. You know what I mean? Um, uh, for my uh, my four seeds, moving on here, I have uh, Maryland, uh, Kentucky, Villanova, and Butler as my four seeds. Okay. The only reason I and you know I you know obviously you had Nova as a two seed. My my yep. kind of my reasoning for the whole Nova thing. Well, hold on. Actually, let me let me pull up. Uh, got to pull up their page here real quick, just so I I'm not I'm not talking out of my uh, butt here. Yeah. Um, but you know, I I think that I I feel that at the moment I I like Seton Hall as my Big East winner just okay. right now. Uh, you know, obviously top twenty five, Nova's nine, uh, Seton Hall is ten. Mm-hmm. Um. Villanova but, is twenty seven in Ken Palm. Yes, that was it, yeah strange. that that was one thing I was going to say. Yeah. Number one, I I didn't li- I wasn't a huge fan of their Ken Palm ranking. I'm not you know I'm not I didn't delve super deep into it you know why that is yeah. or whatever. But um, you know I I just well I do believe they're a good team. They really haven't shown it against right. a top against top. Competition. You know what I mean? I mean they yeah, top. They got smoked by Ohio State early in the year. Yep. Lost their their second loss was to Baylor, which you know which fair understandable. play, understandable. That's understandable. At Marquette, I mean, you know, that's sure. Marquette yeah. Howard. Marquette's a solid yeah. team. I mean, their their only really strong win was, Kansas. was the Kansas win. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I and while I do believe that is a that's a solid win. Right. You know, I think I think here this is my 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 deal here if they can beat butler tonight at home and if they can put in a solid showing i i see no reason why i you know i wouldn't bump them up yeah you know what i mean i i just just as of right now i kind of did it based on you know teams bodies of work up right. till now i wasn't really going based on projections mm-hmm. um i i did base mine a bit on yeah, projections yeah but so um, yeah, that, that's kind of my that's that's kind of my yeah. my argument there. And like I, and as you said, I saw the Ken Palm ranking. I thought that was a little bit odd, just because yeah, I mean, I, they're I was, a good team. Yeah, I remember looking. I was like, I'm 27. I'm, yeah, I thought that yeah. was a little bit weird, but yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, that's my um, deal. But yeah, I got that. I agree with you on Kentucky as a four seed. I put Oregon as a four seed. I have them winning the Pac-12, uh, but they're my highest ranked Pac-12 team. The Pac-12 is up this year, but it's still. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Auburn, they had a really tough week. I, I'd say even the last week, yeah. I'd say, oh, Auburn's a two seed, but yeah, no, I they're not, I, I, not, I'm they're not anymore. No, not um, anymore. But yeah, I, I, like we said, the villain, it's similar to Villanova. Auburn doesn't have any good wins. Mm-hmm. And they beat, I mean, their best win, you could say, was against Mississippi State on the road. Yeah. And I mean, Yikes. they played. They played NC State at home. They beat them by six. NC State is a bubble team right now. I do have them in. Um, as a, they're one of my uh, last four in. 
Uh, but the back-to-back losses to Alabama, and they lost that game by 19, and then they lost to, they got blown out by Florida. So, like, as obviously they're still a tournament team right now. They're 15-2. and two, But I did I did hit them for those two losses. And yeah. that the and the fact that they were both blowouts. Yeah, and, um, yeah. I did. Yeah. I, I dropped them to a five just solely because of those two losses. Yeah. Just because, you know, it's one thing to go undefeated, and it's yeah. another thing to or like you know halfway through the season go undefeated, and it's another thing to go half to undefeated halfway through the season. And you haven't played hardly anyone. any no any impressive teams, yeah. and you're in a power conference, and then follow up that undefeated stretch halfway through the season with two blowout losses yeah. to teams that you on paper should beat. Yeah. So sorry not sorry. <laughs> they'll, they'll play the, yeah, they play South Carolina tomorrow. I think they I think they win that game. Mm. Uh, I think South Carolina was in the final four a couple years ago. That was ago. weird. That was they, really they, weird. Well, they were also a 7 seed. That was weird. But <laughs> I, I kind of forgot that happened. Yeah, I know. I, but, yeah, I was, uh, when you mentioned that I was like, "Wow, that happened." They, that was like 3 years ago. Yeah. Um but yeah, West Virginia is my last four seed. So my five seeds are Arizona, Texas Tech, Iowa and Memphis. I have Auburn, Arizona, Iowa, and Texas Tech as well. So I believe our only disagreement there is just Auburn. And uh, who was your other one? I had my I- last one, Memphis. Memphis, yes. Yeah. So Auburn and Memphis yeah. are, are interchangeable ones there. Other than that, we agree on. Yep. Um, yeah, Memphis. It's you know they did lose a good amount losing Wiseman, obviously for the NBA and his suspension. And he played all of I think it was two games. Um, they're 38th in Ken Palm right now. Um, they have. They don't have a ton of good wins either. Um, they lost to Oregon. If, if they really wanted to to be bumped up and be taken seriously, they would have beaten that Oregon team. They did lose to Georgia, who is part of. Um, I I considered them. I considered Georgia, but I did not put them in. Uh, and Wichita State they lost to as well, who I have in. Mm-hmm. Um, Tennessee is a good win. Uh, NC State's a good win. Um, but still, yeah, five seed. I do, I do have them winning the American Conference. I have uh, my other uh, my other two teams out of the American are Wichita and uh, Houston. So uh, going on, we'll move on to the six seeds. I have Houston as the six seed, as I just said. Um, I have Maryland. I have Illinois and Colorado as my six seeds. I and have uh, I have Houston, Rutgers, Colorado, and Memphis as my six seeds. Okay, so a, a little bit of disagreement there, mm-hmm. but not. Not overly disagree. I I was thinking about putting Maryland as a higher seed, but that Maryland team, they sleepwalk through yeah. a lot of games. They and do. I think they could be a team that loses in the first round. I have them against USC mm-hmm. uh, as an 11 seed. USC was one of my bubble teams that I did end up yeah. putting in. They, I they, them, they're uh, one of my last four buys. Is, I had uh, them as a four USC. against Vermont. And, I mean, I could easily see Vermont winning that game. Oh, I could you know easily, I mean? yeah. Like, Absolutely. That's I, that, I, I'm absolutely in agreement with you there, though. Yeah. That, that is an upset alert team, for it sure. It is. Vermont is, for sure, mm-hmm. um, as as part of a mid-major. I have them playing Iowa. Yeah. Um. So we'll go on to my seven seeds. I have Ohio State, Rutgers, LSU, and Florida. I have Illinois, Penn State, Marquette, and Wichita State. Okay. So, again, a little bit of disagreement there. Um. Rutgers, as we know, we talked about them last week. We love them. My kids. Um, Florida has take it, did take a big dip mm-hmm. um, at the beginning of the year. We, we kind of expected them to be a top 10 team in the country, but that yeah. has not come no. close. That has not even come close to fruition. 
Uh, LSU, I could see as a uh, a Cinderella team. I could see LSU making a run if they, if they get you know a seven or an eight seed. I could see them making a run. Uh huh. Um, Ohio State's another team that Ohio State has a really weird resume. They do. Um, <laughs> they really do. Like they're thir- I, they're 13th in Ken Palm, but they're 12 and six. Yeah. Um, they and they lost, had a really good They have start. lost five of their last six. Yes, and that was my – I have them as an eight, and that was my yeah. whole reasoning. It's just that, you know, they are on a cold, cold yeah. streak. And until they turn it around, I'm not yeah. convinced. They lost to West Virginia. They lost to Wisconsin. They lost to Maryland, Indiana, Penn State. They did lose to Minnesota. They're two and five in the Big Ten. And, you know, one thing that I want to bring up here, I have 12 Big Ten teams. And I, I was counting up all the teams that I had <laughs> in, like to, like, to write up my multi-bid leagues. And I was like, wow, I have mm, <laughs> I have 12 Big Ten teams in there. All right, then. Yep. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's just uh, they, they have a weird resume. And they have – I wouldn't say any of the losses are bad, bad, but – yeah. It's just a sheer number of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like you said, just the stretch of five losing five out of six. Yeah. I mean, that's not you know, that's that's I don't care yeah. who you're they went, they went from eleven and one to twelve and six. Not 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 good. <laughs> so yeah, my eight so moving on my eight seeds, I have Wisconsin, Michigan, Stanford, and Arkansas. I have Ohio State, Michigan, uh Creighton, and Florida. Okay. Um Let's talk about Michigan for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's another team who that's another came team out who, of nowhere, who came, had a hot and streak, and then they not, fell off the face of the Not doing so well. Um, I'm going to pull up Michigan today. I can't type. Yeah, they, so uh, Michigan State is 20th in Ken Palm right now. They're 11-6, and 2-4 and four in Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Big Ten lost. is such a bloodbath. Yeah, they, unbelievable. They, yeah. They, they started 7-0, and as we know of. They... They went up to as high as tenth in Ken Palm. I went. I believe they were ranked as high as fourth in the country. Uh, but then they lost to Louisville, that dripped them a little bit. Then they lost to Illinois, Oregon, Michigan State, Minnesota, and Iowa. Uh, they beat Purdue. That was that thriller double overtime game. That was a really good game back mm-hmm. on January 9th. Um. Obviously, now the North Carolina win. Obviously, you know everyone's beginning to be like, "Oh, they beat North Carolina," but yeah, um, not anymore. I'd say just about everyone beat yeah. North Carolina. Yeah, that's true. Um, the Gonzaga win was good. True. The Purdue win was good, even though Purdue and we we can kind of talk about Purdue later. Mm-hmm. Um, Purdue can't win a game on the road. That's They're not. True. They are not good on the road. Um, <laughs> so it's a completely different team. But we'll, we'll get into that in a couple minutes. Uh, my nine seeds, I have Creighton, St. Mary's, Wichita, and Penn State. I have LSU, Indiana, uh, DePaul, and Stanford. Okay, you have DePaul, and I do not. Mm. Um, DePaul has taken a bit of a step back. They have. Um, because everyone got all excited about them. Mm-hmm. At the yeah, beginning and of the game, and then they had the, the four straight losses Now they've there. lost some games. and They did beat Butler on Saturday. That was a good win. Uh, but the four straight, they they were twelve and one, and I, then they lost. And the, the four losses are Seton Hall, Providence, St. John's, and Villanova. Mm. Um, I have neither Providence or St. John's in there. Um, but yeah, it's my whole my whole yeah. deal is just like I, I think I'm still kind of on a bit of a honeymoon stage with their start, just Fair because enough. you know what I mean. I, I mean, I started twelve and one. They yeah. they did lose to Buffalo. That was their uh, yeah, that, that was, was their that one. loss in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, which is not the best loss in the world. Yeah, Buff- no, Buffalo's not. not making the tournament. They're uh, 
They were 145 in Ken Palm at the time. They're still 145. Yeah, they're gonna right. they're gonna need a conference tournament miracle. Yeah, they they yeah they in. need to they'll need to do a big win. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, um, my you know they did just recently bounce back though with a big yep, win against they, Butler. But, Butler was important. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had I the game, think they had I a th- game against Creighton. Yeah, uh, that's what I was gonna say. That, that's that, a resume that could, builder. That, that is a resume builder, and it could be a resume herder. Yeah, for uh, Creighton as well. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking um, this is, you know, I know I said I, I a lot of my stuff I did based on, you know, work uh, body work up to this point. Yeah. But just looking at their remaining schedule, Creighton, that's a resume builder. It is. If they can somehow manage to beat Seton Hall on the road. Yeah. I think that, that will really help them. Yes, absolutely. Um, I Marquette, mean, because Marquette is, they're not a bubble team yet. Yeah. Um, So... But I could see them potentially becoming a bubble uh-huh. seat, a bubble team. Sorry. And obviously they got Butler once again on the road. I mean, yep. if they can manage to sweep Butler. I yeah. mean, there's a, there's a that, resume that's, builder. That's two you know. huge, huge wins there. Mm-hmm. So I have Marquette as a 10 seed. Uh, my other two my, – or my other three 10 seeds are BYU, three seed West Coast Conference. You love to see it. Hell, yeah. Um, Indiana and Northern Iowa. Um, Northern Iowa is a strong team out of the, out of the Missouri Valley. They are, and I, absolutely. I – that the Missouri Valley is a one bid league, obviously, as it is most years. Um, but Northern Iowa is one of the strong mid major teams that I could see. Yeah, they'll get a ten or an eleven mm-hmm. just because of their, you know, their record and their body of work and what they've done. Yep. Um. Oh, your, your oh, ten yeah. seats. Uh, yep. My ten. I have Arkansas, uh, St. Mary's. Uh, where am I looking here? Uh, oh, uh, Wisconsin, and uh, Oklahoma as my other ten. So you have I, I'm I'm looking for Wisconsin because I definitely put them in. Um, can't find it. Oh, Wisconsin as an eight. Okay, so I have them as an eight. You have them as a ten. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so a bit of difference there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So yeah, I think you know as you said, I mean the Big Ten is very good this year. I think I think a lot of the mid tier Big Ten teams you legitimately could slot in anywhere depending on. Yeah, I mean that that's the thing. The it's big a, the Big Ten is gonna have. Probably double digit. Yeah, teams in the it, I mean it's it, it's for the big t- the mid tier Big Ten teams is a toss up right yeah, now. Yeah, it, it really you is. You know what I mean? You, yeah, you could really you could legitimately make a case for Wisconsin being a seven seed or yeah, an eleven or twelve seed. You know right, what I mean? Like right. you, it's you, you I, yeah, so, yeah. I agree with that. So that's why I kind of decided to put them like kind of in the yeah. middle of that. So my eleven seats, I have Liberty, one of the best uh, mid major teams in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, USC, um, I have that. They're they're a bubble team right now, but I do have them in. Uh, Virginia Tech, uh, are they? They're part of my last four buys, as is uh, USC. Marquette is one of my last four buys as well. And then my first two of the last four in a play-in game between VCU and Georgetown. All right, and then my elevens, I have uh, NC State and Northern Iowa. Uh, I, I think you mentioned Northern Iowa earlier. Uh, yep. Northern Iowa is a very talented team. They are. Uh, I think. They're they're another mid major team, kind of similar. Um, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank. But uh, you know, regardless, they're just a team that I think, as a mid major, you know, they may not be getting all the attention in the world no. right now, but they're a team but that can make a they're run. They're a very solid team. Um, and then my 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 two playing games for the non 16 seeds were both 11 11s. So yep. I have BYU. I, I, have, I have one as an 11 and one as a 12. Yeah. I have uh, BYU playing VCU, and I have. Uh, uh, Purdue going up against. Um, I messed up because uh, I, I accidentally I, I put um, 
I put a team in twice, but I cannot remember what team. <laughs> I hold on. I, you can you can talk for a little bit. I got to figure out what my yeah. other eleven team was. I just I just noticed that when I was so I was yeah. looking at it earlier. I'll, uh, I'll run through my twelve seats while you're trying to figure it out. My last two teams in are Minnesota and NC State. I put NC State in over Virginia. Um, as a result of the NC State Virginia game last night, I watched that game and I, I basically had it in my mind. Whoever, oh yeah, Georgetown. By Georgetown. The way. That was my uh, George team, Purdue Georgetown. Okay. Um. So I put. I was watching NC State Virginia last night, and I had it in my head that whoever wins this game is in, whoever loses this game is out. <laughs> um, that so that was my mindset, and like we said last week, that'd be a weird three-year run for Virginia. Yes, it um, would. as to what they've done. Um, so I have Minnesota and NC State as a 12 seed. Um, so my other 12s are Purdue. Uh, they're part of my last four buys. Purdue, we talked about, they can't. They're a completely different team at home versus on the road. So. I think they do lose in the first round almost regardless of mm. who they play. But the question is, um, it's a neutral site game. It is a neutral site oh, game. That, yeah, that, they, that throws a wrench They're in not works. good away from home, yeah, just <laughs> at all. I have Vermont as a 12 seed. I think they could be a team that pulls off an upset. I think this is the year they do it. Anthony Lamb is a senior, and they did. They played Virginia really tough mm-hmm. um, earlier in the year. Um, and then my last 12 seed is Akron. Yes, my 12s, I have Akron. Uh, Duquesne, I have, you know, bold prediction here. I think Duquesne can potentially win the A-10 and squeak in there. Um, yeah, I don't see them as, like, an at-large team, but, like, I could. I could, you know what I mean? I they, think they're that, part that's, of my first four out. So yeah. my, my first four out are Washington, Virginia, DePaul, and Duquesne because the mm-hmm. rest, I, I'm done with the at-large teams now that I've put in. The rest of them are, yeah. are low to mid-major conference tournament yeah. winners. And then my next four out are Xavier, Tennessee, Oklahoma, and Oregon State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I think uh, I didn't do a first. I didn't, I didn't write that down, but I mean, realistically, I would say Tennessee is definitely in my first four out there. Yeah. A team that I was kind of debating about. Yeah. Um, I I did have a, some thoughts about Virginia prior to their loss. Yeah. Um, it's becoming more and more of a realistic chance that uh, uh, Virginia could not be in the mm-hmm. tournament. I think Minnesota. Minnesota, I would say, was definitely in there. Um, you know, that was a team I, I put some thought into. And uh, I also gave I, I gave Washington I gave Washington a look. I give well. I, I yeah. So I would say if I if I had to you know on the spot here I would say my first four I would be uh, in no particular order Washington Tennessee, uh, Minnesota and Virginia probably. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Anyways, uh, my my twelves, uh, Duquesne Akron, uh, Liberty one loss team again. That's another mid major team yep. that people should be keeping they an eye be. on. They won a game last year and the, they did. Yeah. Um, and then I have Eastern Tennessee State University. And let me tell you something about East Tennessee State. Steve Forbes. Yes. Number one, <laughs> Steve Forbes. Number two, exactly. I have legitimately picked ETSU as an upset team in like two, like pretty much any time that they've recently been in the tournament, I have picked them as an upset pick. And just they because, never come and through. And they have never come through for me, not <laughs> once. So, Steve Forbes, I'm looking at you, my man. I'm not looking at you, but I'm telling you through this microphone right here, my man. Hook it up this year. I believe in you again. Get it done. I'm Go Bucks. Do, I'm going to do it this year. <laughs> I'm doing it again. Hook me up this year, please. There you go. Um, so my 13th seeds, I have Western Kentucky. The loss of Charles Bassey really, really hurts them. I, um, but I still think they, they still have the talent to squeak out the Conference USA. I could see Charlotte potentially winning that league as well, but yeah. I did decide to go with Western Kentucky. Uh, my other 13 seeds are Murray State back in the tournament this year. Um they don't have John Morant anymore, but they still have a good amount of players. Mm-hmm. Uh, East Tennessee State, hey. 13, that we just talked about. And then my last is uh, the Lumberjacks of Stephen F. Austin. Oh, yeah. They beat Duke. I was about to say, they have 
they they have a uh, a resume, a good resume. They do. Win, I would they say. Do. I, you know, I think you can make the argument that Duke is a good win. Yeah. Um. Uh. My thirteens. I have. Uh, I mentioned earlier Vermont. Uh. I have Yale. Uh. New Mexico State, and Wright State. And I was doing a little little digging here. Well, not too much digging because yeah. you know my 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 mid major teams. I was you know I was just kind of looking through, but. Yeah. Wright State looks pretty darn good they, out of the they, horizon. They've league. only lost one or two games. Yeah, I, I have Wright State in there as well. Um, I mean, I, I I don't know, you know, I don't know enough about them. I haven't watched them play this year, no. but I mean, just you know, just by looking at their Ken Palm, I think they're what are they one twenty one in Ken Palm. Um, I, I you know, I think yeah, you know, we'll we'll see, I guess, but. You know, just yeah, that was a team I really didn't expect to. You know that I haven't heard much buzz about out of out of the mid-major conferences. Yeah. But I actually have Northern Kentucky winning the uh, the Horizon League. Mm-hmm. I have them as a 15. But I I could see Wright State again winning that yeah. league. Uh, but that being said, Northern Kentucky, I'm a big fan of the Norse. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. But yeah, you know, it could go either way. Mm-hmm. Uh, my 14 seeds, I have New Mexico State, uh, Colgate, Hawaii, the Rainbow Warriors, and. For the first time ever, it'd be their first time ever making a tournament. Really? William I, I, and Mary. Really? The tribe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. They have never. Yep, they're, yep, they're, yep. They're, they're part of the never made the tournament club. That's true. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yep. I, I think, you know what, that's one of those, like, uh, you know, weird trivia things that, you know, I'll just be chilling during, you know, the greatest week of the year, conference yeah. tournament week. Right. And, you know, I'll just be watching whatever game and they'll be like, oh, William and Mary, they never made the tournament. I'm like, oh. Didn't know and, that, and there's a, hey. there's always there's always one or two every yeah, year. That, oh, yeah. they, oh, they've never made the tournament. The last yeah, year was Gardner like, Webb. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just and, like, uh, hey, good, you know, it, it, that would be a good, nice yeah. little feel good story. Yeah, I feel like well, almost once a year you usually get a feel good story yeah. like that. Maybe not once a year, but yeah, you know, every so often you get a feel good story like that. Yeah. But anyways, uh, my 14s, I have Colgate, uh, Stephen F. Austin, Georgia State, and William and Mary. I also got them okay. in as well. So okay. go, roll tribe, roll tribe. Uh, so my 15 seats, I have Little Rock. Eastern Washington, Winthrop, and as I said before, Northern Kentucky. I think they're. I think that's a solid team out of the Horizon League that mm-hmm. can that can be a little dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, in the conference, I don't expect them to be you know a team like Seton Hall, obviously, but th- I think they could get in. Mm-hmm. I have uh, it's my 15s. Austin, PA, UC Irvine, North Texas, and Winthrop as well. Okay. Um, and then I guess I'll just transition yeah, run into my 16s. 16s. Uh, I have. North Dakota State playing Florida State. Uh, Montana going up against Kansas. And then in my play-in games, uh, I have, I think we we pretty much have the same 16C play-in games yep. minus our, our MAC winner. Yeah. Uh, I have Norfolk State playing Texas Southern for the right to play Gonzaga. And Quinnipiac playing St. Francis of PA for the right to play Baylor. Okay. So, yeah, uh, we basically have the same things there. I, I have North Dakota State uh, up against Louisville. I have Princeton up against Gonzaga out of the Ivy League, and then I have the the same Texas Southern Nor- Texas Southern Norfolk State matchup for the right to play Baylor, and then out of the MAC I have Manhattan uh, going up against St. Francis of PA for the right to play Kansas. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there there you have it, folks. <laughs> so there there it is. Those those are 68 teams that we both have. We agreed on a lot of them. We disagreed on a couple. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think for the most part, though, I, I think you know, I would say our top four seeds. You know, there might be some differential there, but yeah. I think we have a pretty you know good understanding. I think we're, of I think who we're pretty the top sixteen teams in the country right. are. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. I forget when they published the, the top sixteen. I, I I do forget when that is, but it'll be at at some point in the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But 
Um, we are less than two months away. Yes, we are. It's, Very it, it's coming up. Favorite time of the year. It, it does is. not get any better than that, it man. It does not. Like, nothing is better than, you know, I mean, I would legitimately, in high school and middle school, you know, it'd be like noon and the first game starting, and, you know, you whip out your phone, you yeah. throw it on your lap, you're taking notes. Yeah. quick glances so, down. Oh, look, look at that. Uh, VCU's beating yeah. uh, Oklahoma or so something. So you know what, what I mean? happened was – so here, here's a funny story about what happened with me. So my – well, I, I started doing this in middle school uh, when I was like 11, 12 years old. Um, so what I would do is I would, I would wear a hoodie to school that day. Well, I mean, if, if you know me, I'm, I'm constantly <laughs> wearing a hoodie. I'm, I'm wearing one right now. But um, – I, what I would do is I would have my phone in my pocket because my middle school didn't allow us to have our to have our phones yeah. on us, but I, I did it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so and I, I would you. connect. I did, I did the same thing. And I would have my earbud going through, and I would put it under oh, like my sweatshirt through the sleeve, yeah. and I would absolutely like have my head resting against my hand, and I have the earbud in my hand <laughs> in my ear, so I could That's listen to the radio broadcast that is of the game right there. So I, I would do that, and obviously. The teachers knew what I was doing, uh-huh. but they didn't do anything yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, um, Mainly just because mm. they didn't care. But um, <laughs> yeah, when, uh, yeah, that's what I would do. I did, I did skip school on the first day of the tournament once or twice yeah. as well. Hey, that's um, – I, I, I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah, one, well, of my, uh, one of my fonder memories kind of like that was it was my freshman year of high school, and I was – you know, in my high school, like to graduate, we had to take an art credit. Yeah. And I mean, I I couldn't draw, I couldn't paint, I couldn't sing, and I couldn't play an instrument. So I thought, well, the easiest thing here to do would be probably be just learn to play an instrument. So I t- I was in the I was in band class. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing the trumpet, and we had our little music stands. Uh, you know, and this was like it was it was our last period of the day, so it was probably mm-hmm. like one thirty in the afternoon. Yeah. And the first day of the tournament, and you know, we had some of the games already going. Yeah. So what I did was. I had my phone, I stuck it on my music stand, and then I took my friend's phone and I found a stream of the other game that was like the noon game and then right. the one o'clock or one thirty okay. game or whatever. So I was I was I had I had a dual screen going on yeah. while I was playing the trumpet and hitting those high E's. So <laughs> yeah, that was that was See, probably my what, fondest uh, memory. And then when I got into high school, we we would always have one or two days off a year for like teachers to do like professional development yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. that. And one of them always fell every single year. It fell on that Friday, <laughs> this like the second day. That's so close. that is extremely close. That that would be that would always be good, wow. um, but yeah. I wish I had that luxury. Yeah. Um, but yeah, th- th- that was always clutch that it fell on that day. And now it's during our spring break. The fir- those first couple of days, I so could it's not uh, be any better. I, I have tickets to Albany. Uh, the first and second round games there. I'm jealous. So, I'm jealous. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> so we're just about uh, running out of time here on the Talking Smack podcast. Uh, just finishing up, my name is Adam Jolly. Adam Jolly. Aiden Jolly. Jolly. <laughs> <laughs> Alongside Adam Gorski. Good night.